Yo, what's happening, everybody? My name is Anthony Carrenti, and thank you, as always, for checking out another episode of the Dynasty Drive. It is Wednesday, April 26th. We are one day away from uh, the 2023 NFL Draft officially getting underway, and we got to wrap things up with my pre-NFL Draft rookie rankings with the tight ends today. So before we get into my top 10 tight ends from the 2023 NFL Draft class, if you're not already, you can follow me on Twitter at Dynasty Drive. And I probably sound like a broken record, but if you haven't already, head on over to patreon.com slash rookie big board. If you want to have access to my dynasty rankings, to access to some exclusive articles I've been writing with the rookie big board, in addition to our consensus dynasty rankings from the Dynasty Big Board show with myself, Ryan Searfoss, and Eric Adams, Matt Hicks is excellent, the rookie big board itself. Uh, John Lobb's Debbie rankings. We have consensus Debbie rankings from myself and Skip Newton. Tons of great insight, uh, as well as access to one of the most lively and happening uh, Discord servers I've ever been a part of with tons of valuable insight, not only just from us, uh, but from all the other patrons as well. So for as cheap as three bucks a month, patreon.com slash rookie big board. Let's talk tight ends. This tight end class, um, I think like early on, it kind of got like poo-pooed that it didn't have a Kyle Pitts, but most classes don't. And then as it got closer, people started warming up to, okay, this is a deep class. The NFL seems to really like this class. And I think a lot of these guys come off the board uh, fairly early, honestly. And just real quick, I apologize. I'm sorry. I have a, a feel like my, I'm losing my voice a little bit here. So if I cut in and out a bit, I apologize, but we're going to make it work. Uh, let's get right into it. I have my top 10 tight ends broken into three different tiers. Tier number one, tight end one for me is still Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. Tight end two, Darnell Washington. Tight end three, Dalton Kincaid. So let's start by talking about Michael Mayer. Michael Mayer is kind of, to me, like the prototype, right? Like he's he's a tight end, like no question about it. Uh, I think he can kind of do a little of everything for you. Big guy who can block, um, maybe not as well as somebody else below him on the list, but is a solid blocker, can be a immediate contributor in the intermediate game uh, for a passing attack on his NFL team. He's a red zone weapon. He's just been productive, right? He, as a true freshman for Notre Dame, he had 42 catches for 450 yards and then over 800 yards in both 2021 and 2022. Uh, 840 as a sophomore in 2021 with seven touchdowns and then 809 this past year in 2022 with nine touchdowns. So he's been productive. There's not a lot to not like. It just feels like he doesn't quite get the same buzz because he's not crazy athletic, right? Like that's the whole I think we've started to poke in Michael Mayer. He's a good tight end. He's a real good tight end who's probably going to be a starter at the NFL level. I'd be shocked for anything less than, you know, eight to ten years. Like, he just feels like a guy that you drop in, let him play tight end for a decade, and uh, you got a good one. Maybe he won't ever be the flashiest guy. People won't like the 4.7-second 40-yard dash. I don't care. He's 6'4 and a half, 250 pounds. Uh, he's ready to play tight end at the professional level. And in tight end premium rookie drafts, I'm taking him in the first round because I think he's going to be an instant instant contributor in his rookie season uh, and should could be a focal point in the right offense too like if it's a especially if we're talking about a young quarterback that needs that kind of security blanket 
Michael Mayer could turn out to be an absolute uh, machine. Tight end two, Darnell Washington. I love Darnell Washington so much. He is just an absolute menace in the run game. Just an absolute mauler of a blocker. It's frankly hilarious to watch. But I will say, I do wish we got to see Darnell Washington maybe play football for somebody besides Georgia. The blocking, you know, it works, it fits, that's what they do. But doesn't have that big eye-popping statistical season. His highest was this past year in 2022 where he caught 28 passes for 450 yard, 454 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, not that that's terrible or anything, and you can't really blame him. He's playing behind the best tight end in the country. If you're not an avid college football fan or you're not a Debbie player and you haven't gotten familiar yet, Brock Bowers, the tight end at uh, the tight end one at Georgia, who played you know ahead of uh, Darnell Washington in 2021 as a true freshman, Brock Bowers had almost 900 yards receiving and 13 touchdowns, and then had 940 yards this past season uh, and seven touchdowns on the Georgia Bulldogs offense that you know wants to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. So didn't have the opportunity for you know that same kind of target share or workload and I guess you know you can hold out and say oh well you know you'd like him to you know be good enough to earn more of it Brock Bowers is special I'm not going to fault Darnell Washington for not being Brock Bowers Um, but an NFL team is going to love Darnell Washington for what he can do as a blocker and almost like a sixth offensive lineman but he can also be a plus weapon in the passing game and if it all comes together you're going to have a real monster on your hands potentially and then number three, rounding out tier one of tight ends is Dalton Kincaid. Um, some people really like Kincaid. Some people have Kincaid tight end one, and a lot of people have him tight end two ahead of Darnell Washington. Uh, I think the potential for Darnell Washington is something pretty special. Dalton Kincaid's a good player, though. Had 510 yards in 2021 with eight touchdowns, almost 900 yards in 2022 and eight touchdowns. Uh, should slot, like The dream is he lands someplace, I think, People are holding out hope for like the Bengals or someplace like that where he should get you know work from an established, good, young quarterback, uh, young or old quarterback, I guess it doesn't really matter, but somebody that can really pepper Kincaid with targets because he can be that legitimate receiving threat for you and contribute that early and often. So that's tier one at tight end for me. Tight end one, Michael Mayer. Tight end two, Darnell Washington. Tight end three, Dalton Kincaid. Three really good players, honestly, would be a little shocked if all three didn't go in the first round. Uh, So we'll see if all three do, but I know they've all got, it feels like the safest bet would be on uh, Kincaid and Mayer, but Washington should go in the first round too. I wouldn't be shocked at all if those three guys all went in the first round. Tier two, another three players. So tight end four is Luke Musgrave, tight end five, Tucker Craft, tight end six, Sam Laporta. Luke Musgrave, uh, it feels like he's probably going to go early on day two. The NFL seems to really like him. Again, not a ton of college production. Uh, his career, you know, college best was in 2021. He caught 22 cat, 22 passes for 304 yards and a touchdown. Right? Only played in two games this past year. 11 catches, 169. Played two games as a freshman. Uh, you know, two catches for 18 yards. 12 catches as a sophomore. Yeah, 12 catches as a sophomore for 142 yards. So. There is some projection there, but he's a big guy that can be a plus pass catcher for you. 
has a little bit of an injury history, but it seems like the NFL is willing to overlook that or look past that. Uh, he feels kind of like a lock to go top 50 uh, and somebody that is an exciting prospect for fantasy football purposes. Tucker Craft, my tight end five, small school guy from uh, South Dakota State, South Dakota State Jackrabbits, really popped a little bit in 2021, had almost 800 yards receiving and six touchdowns, uh, had 27 catches for 348 and three touchdowns this past season. Small school guy, so a little bit more of a projection there. It's always kind of intriguing to see when that level of competition really changes. Uh, but again, another player that I think is going to go, you know, round two, round three. And he feels kind of like a lock to go on day two. And the last of these guys in these these first two tiers, honestly, I feel pretty good about them all going on day two. Tight end six is Sam Laporta. A guy that I think could really be liked more by the NFL than we maybe thought. Like when I say we, I mean the fantasy, uh, fantasy football fan or analyst, whatever you want to say. But he's had over 650 yards receiving for consecutive years for Iowa. Just a tough physical guy, can kind of play in line, can move around a little bit. Uh, but I think the NFL will will like him a lot from you know the the Iowa tight end thing, right? Physical guy, Big Ten or Big Ten tight end. Um, so those six guys, I really feel have a good shot to go. All on day two. The first three, I think, could go all go on round one. And then four, five, and six. It wouldn't surprise me if five of these guys went top 40 or five or top 50, which feels crazy, but it feels like the tight end class is really getting its love this year. Tier three, the last of these top 10. So seven, eight, nine, 10. Seven is Zach Kuntz. Eight is Cameron Latou. Nine, Will Mallory. And 10, Payne Durham. So just real quick, if you're unfamiliar with any of these names, uh, you know, these are the ones you're, you're throwing a little bit more of a dart on in, in rookie drafts. But number seven, Zach Kuntz, uh, just crazy athletic, right? Perfect relative athletic score, uh, an athletic freak. It'll get him drafted probably or on day three would be my guess, but also wouldn't shock me if someone bet on the traits earlier than that. So a name to monitor for sure. Eight, Cameron Latou, a tight end from Alabama. And let's say number nine, Will Mallory from Miami, lump them together because I really kind of think of them very similar, like prospects that maybe never really quite realized that potential the way we wanted them to in college, uh, but should still kick around on NFL rosters and can both offer at least a little bit as a pass catcher that it's worth uh, monitoring the names. And then number 10, Payne Durham. He had a really good senior bowl, um, kind of started building some momentum for himself there. Wouldn't shock me if after the draft, depending how landing spots and draft capital all pan out, that rather than 10, he's somewhere closer to seven or eight. So the last tier is a little more fluid, I think, than the first six. Um, those feel a little more locked in for me, almost regardless of landing spot. So real quick, just to wrap it up, my tight ends, one through 10, starting with number one, Michael Mayer, number two, Darnell Washington, number three, Dalton Kincaid, Number four, Luke Musgrave. Number five, Tucker Craft. Number six, Sam Laporta. Seven, Zach Kuntz. Eight, Cameron Latou. Nine, Will Mallory. And ten, Payne Durham. So that is it. We have gotten through pre-draft rankings for a quarterback, wide receiver, running back, and tight end. And the NFL draft will be kicking off tomorrow. So I appreciate, uh, appreciate everybody listening to these episodes. We'll have a short episode out the morning of the draft, maybe with some predictions or takes, you know, see what we can cook up another short episode. And then we'll react to day one uh, right after it happens. We'll react to day two 
after that happens on Friday as well. So again, I appreciate everybody listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another short episode of the show. Appreciate it. And we'll talk to you then.